The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me are my two good pals, Mr. Jason Kupsik and Mr. Motherfucking Rick Rose. What's cracking, you sexy bastards? Go ahead, Rick. You're Nothing's there in studio. Here. I'm actually, uh, yeah, I'm in this. This studio is awesome. I'm telling you, he had to have spent like maybe $5.50 on this. Maybe. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Nothing is going on here. I'm actually sitting here refreshing, constantly refreshing the Cleveland Indians Chicago Cubs game because I am <laughs> from the Cleveland area. So we're hoping that the Indians make a comeback. And this is like one of my last nights of rest before I yeah go homeless. So yeah, gonna be homeless for a while, buddy. That's somebody all right. opening a door there. Yeah, my wife opened the door. She was uh, checking on the kids. It sounded like a Halloween. It's a very stereotypical. Uh, sound yeah, it's a very stereotypical uh, squeaky door. Like very scary, scary sound. Even scarier when a little kid's running through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's uh, what's new with you, Shut my friend? Oh, uh, nothing new necessarily since our last episode. I'm ruining lives, apparently. Uh, and what in what respect? Um, by making it so they don't want to eat their favorite candy. Yeah, you're fucking people up, man. Uh, <laughs> changing their astrological signs, you know, all that fun stuff. Look at you, pissing people off left and right. I saw yes, the post. So. I saw the post. Yeah. Yeah, you're just pissing people That's off. <laughs> I swear to God, man. Right when you start broadcasting. Right when I the start. the most bro- popular person. Yeah, exactly. Right when you start to broadcast, that's when the phone starts to ring. No matter what. No matter what. Sons of bitches. So, um, what are we talking tonight, gents? Scary stories. Well, just Ooh, paranormal Like term abortions. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, this is all fucking pissing me off. Here we go. It's not. Do you have a problem? No, 
It's just my... What is it? What's the score? David Ross just homered to center field for Chicago Cubs. For the Cubs? Yes. So what's that score now? Six to three. Six to three. Sixth inning? Yeah, top of the six. Oh, my. So if we're going to talk about scary stuff, right now Chicago, in like an hour and a half, Chicago's going to be burning, folks. <laughs> Chicago's <laughs> going to be burning. <laughs> they had a bloody October already. Like 600 people have been murdered there this year already. Damn Obamacare. It sounds about par for the course, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. So I want to I want to jump into this though. I want to start talking some spooky shit. Uh, so what did you have in mind? Just scary stories in general? I just pulled up a bunch of paranormal stories yeah. that are Freaky. they were billed as scary, but for our folks they probably won't be too scary, but they're still cool stories. Did you read some of them? Read them all? Yeah. I read some of them and then I I up a page of stuff that I haven't read yet. So cool, cool. So grab the page you haven't read and give us the first I guess one. I'll... All right. Um, <laughs> He's like, all, all right. I wasn't right. prepared for that. <laughs> I was going to say that one for last, but let me uh, pull it up here. All right. Rick's here to screw stuff up. <laughs> yeah. Rick's just screwing right. stuff up. Jason's ruining lives. <laughs> I woke up one night having to pee. And I brought my phone to the bathroom. While walking down the hall and texting, I bumped it into a I bumped into a girl in a white dress. I didn't look up, say sorry, and kept going. It occurred to me moments later that I was home alone and not in my bustling high school. The next day when my boy came to pick me up from the movies, he asked why I'd been staring at him through the upstairs window and why I changed out of my white dress, but I don't even uh, own a white dress. What? So I guess the boyfriend uh, lives next door was just sitting outside. Apparently. But yeah, he was, she was walking to the bathroom just looking at her phone and ran into somebody in the hall and didn't think twice about it till later. She kind of sounds dumb though, right? <laughs> Maybe. Like she could be dumb. So like, she bumped into somebody. I don't looked know if up she would necessarily think about it. Right, exactly. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> like, finish your Twitter post. Well, they say, yeah, yeah they say we are zombies to our phones now, but yeah, I don't know God. if she sounds dumb enough to make up the story. That's pretty weird, though. That's but pretty weird. Bumping in. So she bumped into the apparition or whatever it was. Yes. Lady in the white dress. That, that's that's even weirder because I've never heard of anybody actually being physically stopped by it. Yeah, like bumping into yeah, it, like having that interaction with them. Because usually when you see them, they're more of a like a wispy, yeah, uh, like smoke. That is pretty fucked though. This is like really fucked. I was home alone watching TV when I saw someone moving or something moving in the master bedroom. I strained my eyes to see a man walking out of the closet to the other side of the room. He stopped, looked at me, put his finger to his lips, then turned around. There was blood on his face and the back of his head was missing. He vanished back into the closet. We moved when we found out that the mysterious small hole in the ceiling of our bedroom is from a previous tenant who shot himself in that exact spot. Holy fuck. 
That's so the, he was doing the shh sign with his fingers. Damn. Don't tell anybody I'm still here. <laughs> and at that point, I'm screaming like a little schoolgirl yeah. and telling everybody in the town as I'm running out the front door. Probably don't have any pants on. So. <laughs> By that time, I'm wringing out my jeans. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at least you went back into the closet. Yeah, but I remember post-town elementary when I seen that yeah. full-body apparition standing behind me, and I, yeah. I almost shit myself. I did. I mean, I'm a paranormal investigator. I've been to combat, but... So, you know, full body apparition. You're not expecting to see behind you. Yeah, they say you got fight or flight. Yeah, mine was mine was flight. <laughs> I was you gone. Your, weren't you in your cowboy boots too? Yeah, I'm called skid marks now in Post Town <laughs> Elementary. <laughs> Darrell Wiseman said he ain't never seen a guy move so quick in cowboy boots before. That's so funny. And I was tripping over pipes as I was going, and I still made it out of that room quick. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I'm out of here. Jason, I got to know: Have you ever been that scared that you started to leave the area? In a very fast manner. I think I've told this story. I would, it wasn't in a fast manner, but I think I told this story before. In one of my first investigations at a uh, unnamed fraternal order, yeah, in Kansas City, it's no longer there. The building is, but the fraternal order isn't. I was in the basement, and the only light source was from the stairwell all the way across the basement. The windows were bricked up down there, so there was absolutely no light except for a dim light coming in. And I was on the other corner with my partner, who was investigating with me, when his flashlight battery died. So he went upstairs, and I stayed over there, and there was a pool table over there. So I leaned up against the pool table, like my butt, you know, about it's right there, right, right at the height of your butt. Everybody's kind of leaned up against the pool table at some point. We know where this one's going. <laughs> <laughs> pool then cue. my my um, my flashlight died, so instead of going upstairs, I just decided to sit there and wait for the guy to come back down. I felt arms wrap around me from behind, and breathing on the back of my neck. And I didn't run out of there, but I started walking pretty fast. And by the time I got the stairs, I don't know if my adrenaline or, or whatever drained my energy out of me. But by the time I got to the stairs, I felt so drained, like blood sugar, low blood sugar drained, like really bad, that I could barely make it up the stairs. And I didn't feel right again for about an hour. Shit. So unless it was like a long-armed little person standing on top of the pool table. A long-armed it, little person. I mean, it felt like regular arms and stuff wrapping around me. So Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked. I don't know what I would do. Harambe lives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Harambe. This That's was a long weird. time before Harambe. He may have been alive. He probably he was alive then. He was probably sure. still kicking, yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple moments where I've ran an investigation. That's why people, I mean, a lot of people, they love investigating with me because when something happens, you'll know by my expression. Yeah, I mean, I'm jumping, I'm I'm doing whatever. <laughs> Fuck the, it. The funny thing is, like, I will run, but I will always go back. Yeah, it's not like I run and I'm out of the building. I, I might run to get away from it for that second if I feel danger, but I'm always going right back. I'd be freaking. I have a question terrified. for both of you guys. Yeah. Um, and this actually comes from our new sponsor, which we haven't mentioned yet, yeah, the EGT Project. That's right. They're looking for local groups around the country to sponsor in a way with uh, discounted audio equipment. And they're looking for teams specifically 
in the Kansas City area to actually come investigate with. Um, they sponsor us now. We're going to be getting an upgrade or two on some audio equipment, and they're going to be coming out with us. But check them out. It's the EGTproject.com, and it's all high, like the highest end audio equipment you can get. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll get a discount on it if you sign up for their affiliate program or whatever it is. They don't have it all on the website yet. They're still building it, but once they get going, we'll start pimping them out more. But anyways, what do you guys think of provoking a spirit, quote-unquote provoking or being mean to a spirit? I had a discussion with one of them about this for a little bit tonight. So, like me personally, I know I'm, I'm usually against provoking normally. However... Like when we were doing like uh, a brush with evil and shit like that, I sent my brother in to Workman's Chapel and specifically told him to provoke. And I mean provoke the shit out of it, I believe is what I said. And, you know, he's basically, you know, the mouthiest person I know. So if anybody was going to do it, it would be him. Um yeah, so, that just reminds me of another point I didn't even think of. Well, Everybody's definition of provoking is probably a little bit different. Right. And so, I mean, basically when I'm saying provoking, I'm saying like, hey, show yourself, you effing pussy or something like that. You know, like really getting into it. So for him to be saying those words, what we're trying to do is actively try to get a response. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah the absolutely. things that we did in the film are going to rub people the wrong way, but there's a method to the madness, so to speak. We don't just walk into every fucking location and just kick open doors and be like, hey, fuck you. You know, we don't do that. There's a time and a place for everything. Exactly. Well, if you're doing if you're doing some of the big-time haunts, like uh, Mansfield Prison, yeah, go in there and provoke the shit out of it because they're prisoners. Exactly. I mean, you're not going to go in there and be like, I love you guys. These guys were in there for murder. They were in there for rape. They were, I mean, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, you can use it there. But a private residential case, hell no. Yep. Because that, that family has to live with that spirit afterwards. So if you're going to go get that motherfucker riled up, and then you're going to leave, what's he? Gonna, he's going to get that family. So, Hardcore. Or she's going to get that family, or the little kid's going to get that family. But, yeah, there's a time and a place for, with everything. I mean, people that have seen my videos have seen me in the basement of Sally House calling that, that entity out. Yeah. They've seen me all over the country calling entities out, but... Shit, a lot of my man. private residential cases, I mean, I got the one up my YouTube channel where I was sitting there for 45 minutes holding that conversation with Mr. Richter. Right. So, it's just, there's time and a place for everything. I like that, yeah. What about you, man? you have the same type of thought process or what? I, you know, my stance on things now is yeah. um, anything's possible. So, also that on the other side of that we shouldn't limit ourselves in the way we investigate. I don't necessarily wouldn't do that unless I felt the absolute need to. But there is... I, I think if you limit... If you stop... If you don't do that ever, you're limiting your process. That being said, there are people on the other side of the coin, I think, that are too... Not necessarily nice. Like, I had the discussion with her, her from the... Um, EGT project yeah. that there are groups out there that all they do is talk to these quote unquote spirits like they're little children and they'll yes. clap when they do something and they'll sit around and talk to them like they're toddlers you also have to imagine how much I mean these locations that get investigated all the time that have people in there almost nightly 
They go in there. What is your name? Knock on a wall for me. Yeah. Do you know you're dead? And it's like, yeah, you're the seventh person to freaking ask me this week. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. I'd get annoyed if I was a spirit. Yeah. I would. I would get heavily annoyed. And it was, it's at that moment, a lot of people, when, that's why you don't get activity when you ask those questions. Right. The, because the thing, they've already been asked. Yeah. The thing I've, I've always, I've noticed at works is if you go in there and treat them like regular people and yeah. you just talk down and be like, hey, what'd you do today? Did yep. you enjoy the weather? Or like the rectory when I was like, do you touch any boys today? That type of deal. <laughs> I mean, you just, you got to talk to a man to man. I tell you, and that's, that's what to me has always proved the best results as well. Is like you're saying for me, is having a general uh-oh. conversation. No, go ahead. For me, most of the time, I have the most success with at least audio when I'm not even trying to interact with the spirit. When I'm talking to the other person in the room about whatever. Yeah. The the first time I came up to Malvern, and I hadn't seen you in a while, we sat in Gracie's room and just we were just talking about bullshit. Yeah, we were. And then and then all that shit started to happen where the thing came into the room and we could see it and then it, it was sitting on my lap and shit. It was like groping you. And we were just bullshitting, so... You sexy little bastard. It was like rubbing. Uh-huh. Giving, it was giving you the rub down. Bad thing, it was the male huh. spirit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with no tongue. He was <laughs> <that good event. laughs> can't see him. <laughs> Pulling a Zach Vegas, asking right. for a succubus. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's fun shit. Another story. Yeah. I'm a mortician. My most disturbing experience was when I was prepping a child for a viewing, and I felt someone pull my hair. A couple minutes later, I heard a giggle, and the door slammed shut. All of my machines stopped, and it was dead quiet. After I was done and the body was dressed, I felt a tap on my shoulder and a warmth around my middle, approximately where a child would stand if they were hugging you. Wow. Wow. That's fucking crazy. So that's something that would scare anybody shitless, but <sighs> it seemed like they were the, the, the child was actually just saying thank you or whatever. Yeah. Or wanting attention or whatever. I got to tell you, I got the shit scared out of me this weekend. This past weekend, I uh, I did that uh, paranormal event at this uh, bed and breakfast in Nebraska City, Nebraska, with my good friend uh, Cheryl Ann, and um, she gave it was fucking phenomenal. I walked in this joint and I got like the rock star treatment, you know, like Cheryl Ann knows how to put on an event. It was fucking phenomenal. So I go down, I'm settling into my room, um, and I moved all my stuff off to one side of the room because I knew we were most likely going to be investigating that room as a group later on in the evening, right? So I made sure all my shit was out of everybody's way. Long story short, we get down there later that night, and uh, I don't know exactly what this device was. It was some kind of an ITC type thing where basically you can hear the voice. It's like a spirit box, but there's not the, you know, static with it. Um, anyway, it was fucking weird because they set it up and uh, we're all I'm sitting on the bed. People are scattered on the floor and all sorts of stuff. They turn it on. No more than 30 seconds later, it just says, oh, hi, Josh. And I mean, clear as fucking day oh hi josh everybody looks at me like oh fuck <laughs> and I, I get all wide-eyed you know how i react to shit and i'm like 
hey there. And I asked, you know, hey, are you going to let me get any sleep tonight? And he says, not a chance. Now, I'm a little nervous at this point, right? So it comes to be like 4 o'clock in the morning. I finally get down to the room. I get into uh, into bed for the night. And this has been playing in the back of my mind all evening long. I lay down and I fucking, I fell asleep before my head hit the pillow, dude. Maybe an hour later, I hear this, Josh. And I sat straight the fuck up. And I'm like, who was it? You know, somebody's fucking with me or whatever. Nobody's around. Nobody's awake. Nothing. Go back to sleep. Maybe another hour goes by. Maybe. I feel a shake on my fucking shoulder. Like somebody's rousting me out of bed. And I hear this, get up. And that scared the fuck out of me. I mean, regardless, I was up for the day. At that point, I was up for the day. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Scary shit. I hate when they fuck with me. Oh, my God, dude. But we got breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking Charlie news. Sheen is in the house in Cleveland. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, he is he just, there? Yeah, he was just on the Tritron. <laughs> what up? Wild thing. The wild thing is there, folks. But no, so you, yeah. you bring up that story. It was uh, fucked. I was at Ashmore. We were uh, we were doing just a regular overnight there and had like five of us there. But um, we decided to stay the night. And we were upstairs on the second floor sleeping in the what they call now the apartment that's in there. Yep. And uh, it was about, I don't know, we went to sleep about 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. It just hit about 4 o'clock. I just started passing out, getting into a deep sleep. And all I heard, all I heard was, wreck. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? So I'm like, <laughs> don't acknowledge it. Act like you're sleeping. Just act like you're asleep. Wreck. And I'm like, oh, God, this thing knows my name. <laughs> it's going to keep me up all night. So I, I, I literally laid there and tried ignoring it, and it went, wreck. So I, like, rolled over, and I opened up my one eye, and I'm, like, peeking out of it to make sure there's not a spirit standing there looking at me. I don't see anything, so I'm like, this thing is going to mess with me. And then finally, like, five minutes later, all I heard was, wreck. And I, I was finally like, is anybody calling my name? And <laughs> yeah. Michelle Harrow was like, can you take me to the bathroom? <laughs> I was like, don't ever whisper inside here. I was freaking out. I got to pee. <laughs> You want to talk about being scared? Because I was oh like, "Oh my god, wreck!" <laughs> well, apparently, then, um, just two days ago, then my brother uh, Jay uh, Jay says, "Oh shit, is he whining about that again?" <laughs> <laughs> hey Jay, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. So, like two days ago, my brother Something goes my over. Motherfucking head. <laughs> my brother goes over to Malvern Manor. And he was checking on shit for me because uh, we had a group coming. And uh, as he walks in, he hears, he walks into like this main uh, area. It's the room with the heater for those of you that have been to Malvern Manor or whatever. So he's in that room just walking through and he hears this, Josh, Josh. It's a female, maybe like a middle-aged female saying my name. He goes, Long story short, I just turned around, walked right the fuck back out the back door. <laughs> he goes, I smoked two cigarettes before I got up enough nerve to, like, walk back in there. I'm like, something is, like, really starting to fuck with me bad over here. It's really weird. Really weird I've shit. heard my name a few times, but not on investigation. It's just when I'm... Like, home? Sitting at home doing something, yeah. Not even necessarily here. Just over the years, just... It's usually when I'm at home, wherever I'm living at the time. 
burn it down. <laughs> huh. I'm gonna burn that motherfucker down. I'm all good for investigating shit, going out and like <laughs> catching other family stuff and all that. But don't don't yeah. come into my house. Don't don't mess with me in my house. Don't you come to my house. I mean, I've I'm, had something in every place I've lived since I left my parents' house. Is that right? I'm pretty yeah. sure my grandmother Different comes back things. just to mess with me. I guarantee that. I guarantee that shit. Grandma, close your eyes. Another story. (laughs) (laughs) When I was a kid, my family moved into an apartment where murder had been committed prior to us living there. Every night, my big sister would make me shut our bedroom window. And when I'd look outside, I'd see three faces staring back at me. They had no hair, noses, or mouths. They'd just stare, but never did anything. Well, a few months back, my family was talking about that apartment, and I mentioned the faces. My sister turned to me shocked. She said she saw them, too, and that's why she always asked me to close the window. You got, like, baby Voldemort's fucking roaming around out there? What's going on? I guess, or some, maybe, um, well, I wouldn't explain the hair, but maybe something happened to their faces. Damn. Damn. That, Yeah, fuck a few that. years ago, I was upstairs at my mom's house playing on the computer when I heard the front door open and my mom come in. She yelled, Amber, I'm home, and seemed to be struggling with some groceries. I ran downstairs to, hel- down- downstairs to help her, but she wasn't there. Her car wasn't in the driveway either. Doppelganger effect. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I don't, it doesn't elaborate as to if she had, was at the store or came home later and did the same thing. But we've talked about that before where yeah. people can arrive before they actually get there. That is so fucking crazy though. I don't know. How would you guys react to something like that? Or has that happened to you before? Nothing that I can think of. No. It's very weird. I don't even know how well, I would like react that, but like how would you he react? You probably though? wouldn't even react. Not at, at, at first. You probably would just be walking around the house until you got to every room looking yeah. for her because maybe she went somewhere else. But then that feeling of what the fuck after you've basically ransacked the entire house and looked for your mom and she's nowhere to be found, then you're like, the fuck? Then you go out to the driveway, the car's nowhere to be found. The fuck? <laughs> you're like fucking freaked out. A lot of people try to explain it, though. I mean, yeah. the people that don't believe, they always have a reason why it happened. Oh, it was the next door neighbor thing, and I'm home, and I just heard it inside my house. Yeah. No, 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 no. That uh, was a this demon. This one said it said her name. Now, yeah, I do exactly. know that here in Kansas City, in Leewood, which is a suburb of Kansas City, a nice suburb of Kansas City, they had a guy that was robbing houses, and he would walk around the neighborhood open up the front door if it was unlocked and yell, hello? And if somebody answered, he'd just go on to the next house. This is his way of figuring fine. out if the house was empty or not. But Fuck actually, recon, one man. of the people on the radio here, um, on the station that I was on, actually, yeah, had it happen to her. She lives out there. Her family, you know, they have a lot of money. They had it happen to her. They just heard somebody yelling in through the front door, hello, and heard the door close after they yelled back. Huh. It's actually pretty genius, though. It really kind of is. 
<laughs> guys, what are we doing? You just you hope you don't hit the guy that sleeps in late or something. Yeah, that's a good point. Or the old lady that goes to bed at 5 o'clock after Denny's at 3. Yeah, after she's had breakfast the night before. Yeah. She comes I'm out with a guy could probably <laughs> handle her, though. Fuck. I don't know. Some of my old ladies are strong. Yeah, you, you don't want to get them. I caught the guy eventually, but I'm not sure. Is Grandma spry? <laughs> <laughs> she's taking her pre-workout before she oh, goes fine. to bed. She's ready to <laughs> fuck shit up. <laughs> All right. Two years ago, I was Jason's like, on to the next one. <laughs> when I felt this is like getting I was being hand. pulled off my bed by my legs, suddenly I shot straight up and started violently choking. It took me a few minutes to catch my breath, and it was so bad my mom woke up to check on me. Here's the scariest part. The next morning, my mom said she didn't remember my coughing fit, but she told me she had a dream where the devil was trying to pull me away from her. Son of a bitch. So what would happen, what would you do if you woke up in the middle of the night Get and, like, tucked. paranormal activity was happening to you, like, from the movie? Let me phrase it to you like this, buddy. Rick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, what would you do if you woke up in the middle of the night being tugged? I would not look. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything about a tug job in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. If they get my fat ass out of that bed, they can take me to wherever they're taking me. That's right. That's right. I tell you, that's fucked up, though, man. That's People really can do fucked. crazy things in their sleep. Now she yeah, said but... she was awake while this, and somebody else wasn't witnessing it. Um, I don't know, man, but. People can do weird things. My uncle, he would... I've, I've heard this story a bunch of times. Um, he would... Touch uh, you. When he was in middle school... No. <laughs> when he was in middle school, he would sit up and scream with his eyes open while he was sleeping. And if somebody what? came in there and tried to push him back down or wake him up, he'd punch them. But he was actually asleep. He didn't remember any of he'd it. fuck him up, But though. he would sit straight up with his eyes open screaming and if anybody touched him he'd punch them wow so we're talking about sleeping stuff yeah <laughs> i didn't even tell this one on ramblings because <laughs> i with jay and eric there they would have they would have made fun of me but i'm going to tell this story <laughs> so <laughs> a couple weeks ago I'm, I'm laying in my bed and i i don't know here the last couple weeks it feels like there's something in my apartment but it just feels like they're watching me like yeah. my grandmother's there or somebody yeah. And I'm, I've been on edge, and I hate sleeping in my bedroom. i got to close, like, the bathroom door, the closet door, and my bedroom door just so I feel secure from that air because that's where I yeah. feel like they're standing. <laughs> so the one night I fell asleep about 1030 in the evening, I thought I was going to get a good night rest, and I woke up. <laughs> I woke up at around 1231 o'clock in the morning, and I rolled over, and when I did it, I threw a punch. What happened? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I threw the punch because... <laughs> My covers had like built up, and when I rolled over and I looked, it looked like a black head and shoulders, like standing there looking right at me. And when I finally came to, my fist was going through the blankets, and I just kind of sat there like, "What the hell did I just do?" He's like, "Fuck you, man!" I literally punched my blanket. Oh, that is amazing. That is freaking amazing, though. You ever beat the shit out of your blankets, buddy? Coops Not like, that I know of. Well, <laughs> well, it's usually from underneath it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but no, yeah. 
<laughs> when, when I when I when my fist went through it and I finally realized what had happened, I sat there for like a good twenty minutes laughing. I'd be peeing my pants. I was like, man. I just punched my blanket. <laughs> what the fuck is my what's my, what's my life coming to? I just kicked the shit out of my own bed. Like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Did when we, I was a kid, oh, okay. I lived with just my mom. Every few nights after she went to bed and turned off all the TVs, I'd hear a man and woman ca- casually having a quiet conversation in our kitchen area. I always had to concentrate really hard to make sure it was actu- I was actually hearing something because it was so faint I couldn't make out the words. This continued for years, and I thought my mom wouldn't believe me if I told her. After we moved out, I finally told her. See, she said she'd always experienced the same thing. Wow. That's interesting. That could be bleed over from some... Uh, I don't know how close the neighbor was, but it could be. That's true. My bed is in a very the very corner of the house. Like, it's at the actual corner of the house, not just of the room. And uh, where I sleep is on the side in the corner. And I hear all kinds of stuff because of the way that sound travels. Even from outside, it goes up into the roof and comes down sure. in that corner acoustically. Everything's funneled there. Yeah. So uh, this could be an explanation for that. I mean, who knows? I hear weird things all the time in my house. Sorry, I was coughing, but... Fuck you, Jay Lynch. What did Jay Lynch say? Just message he me saying, punch that blanket. Punch that blanket. <laughs> he said on Twitch that he's going to remember this in a month when Ramblings is back on. He probably wrote it down. Oh, my God. He's writing it down right now. Sorry, <laughs> because I know Jay Lynch has a heart. He tries to act like he doesn't, but when he was waxing me, that poor guy felt bad about yeah, it. his heart got all big and mushy and big old teddy bear. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. It's cruel. It's cruel Ooh, and unusual. This one. A few years ago, I was visiting my brother and his family who lived in a very old Victorian house. I was snuggling with my niece on a futon in the playroom when suddenly, in the middle of the night, the TV turned on full blast with a static screen. My three-year-old niece jumped out of bed and ran to the TV, shutting it off. When I asked her how she knew the TV would turn on, she shrugged, saying, they turn it on every night at this time, and then fell right back to sleep. Like, it's just very matter-of-fact. Yeah. Oh, that's no big deal. It's every day. So, there's a little, uh... I pulled, like, 20 stories of kids that tell you creepy things, and I saved that. I'm saving that for the end, but that made me think of it, so... You're a dick, okay, Coopsick. So, Come uh, on, man. Alicia says... <laughs> You're going to ruin even more people. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guarantee people... No, people are going out tomorrow and they're getting vasectomies. I guarantee it. Come on. <laughs> Felicia says, when Bye. we lived in Fort Leavenworth, we would hear furniture getting moved around <laughs> in our baby's room. I just caught that. What? What are you guys laughing about? Maybe I missed it. I must have missed it. <laughs> this motherfucker over here. I waited for that one. I waited. <laughs> that was a softball lodge, and I just cranked Sorry, it on your buddy. <laughs> uh, I missed whatever it was. You said Felicia My, says, and I said bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, anyways, what's, what's I'll she, restart her story. Yeah, what'd she say? When we lived in Fort Leavenworth, we would hear furniture getting moved around in our baby's room. 
It sounded like wood furniture scooting on the wood floor. The strange thing is we had carpet and no furniture was ever moved. Oh, fuck. You would be, you'd be surprised how many reports I got out of Fort Leavenworth alone. Um, and the only reason I could not go in there and investigate was because the provost marshal would not allow it. And I didn't want to be sneaking on with all my equipment. I had a military ID, but it was just taking too no. much of a risk to go on there, get all my equipment out, and have the MPs yeah. show up and say, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and the next thing you know, Provost Marshall's I just want to go out. drive around there, but I feel like I'll get turned away at the gate. I, I, I don't think I could get in there and just drive around. Could I? You would know, right, Rick? Yes, you can. As long as you have your driver's license and no warrants, you can get into that base. But if I don't have any reason other than I want to drive around and check out the base, will they still let me go in? Yeah, just tell them you're just like tell them you're going back to the the provost marshal to check on something, or you, you don't. I mean, you should do it. I should say since this is going to be broadcasted. But yeah, <laughs> um, they 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 can't Fort Leavenworth unless they've changed it. Um, anybody can get on that post. That's why they have the big Fourth of July celebration and everything. Yeah. Um, as long as you don't have any warrants and no bolos or and a valid ID, you can you can get on. You just have to sit through that whole visitor line that can take up to a half uh, an hour to an hour. I've been on base before. My grandparents used to sponsor a foreign um, a foreign officer every year because they have a program out there where they bring in foreign officers from around the country and train them. Yeah, the CGSE. Yeah. And I've been out there a few times. I built sheds out there and stuff on the actual firing ranges and stuff, which is pretty cool. Well, back during the firing but ranges like is go, where the, uh, yeah. the Oregon Trail went through. And there's still actually ruts from the uh, wagons, I guess. Holy fuck. I never could find them, but I guess back during the woods, there are still ruts from the old wagons. Oh, my God. That's it was pretty cool nuts. driving around there when I was building sheds and stuff, and tanks would just roll up by you. Uh, not right next to you, but they cross the roads and stuff in some yeah. areas while you were driving through. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> the general's house is very active. The one they, uh, the, f- the four-star, five-star general stays on. I think it's a four-star. But, uh, yeah, it's all kinds of crap going on there. I've heard some weird shit like that, too. That's fucking funny, though. Might yeah. not be a four-star. I might be wrong. But the general that stays on the post, I've been out for three years. Damn. You should do Ooh, that. I'm going to read. Yeah, I want to just go drive around and look at the buildings. I don't. But I mean, for her, it sounds like it's more like a, almost like a residual type haunt. Then, especially if she has carpet laid down. But it sounds like wood, like being oh, she doesn't live there wood. anymore. Okay, so. okay. I'm just saying, like, it sounds like a residual type haunt. Yeah, it would probably be that. It's fucking crazy. I'm going to read this one just because of the uh, headline, The Super Spooky Snuggle. A few years ago, my boyfriend and I inexplicably awoke in a panic in the middle of the night. We looked up, or we looked at each other, and at that moment, the large frame photo hanging on the wall crashed to the ground. I told him I'd been having horrible nightmares or a horrible nightmare where he was being stabbed to death. He freaked out, saying he was having the exact same dream, except I was being stabbed. Weird. Later on, we both heard my mom yelling downstairs. She sounded scared and kept calling my name. She was particularly scary, or this was particularly scary, because we lived in California and my mom lived in England. Nobody was inside this 
the house but us. He refused to sleep in my house ever again. So I guess they were just snuggling, and that's where the name came from. Fuck. That's a little crazy. What the fuck? Like, what would you do there? Fuck, man. You see the... uh, I mean... I don't know. There's Sorry, not Jay. much you can do there. What did he just do? What, what, he know, said you'd never tell us this. You'd never tell anybody about that story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Fun shit. Fun, fun shit. We were actually um, we had a, a meeting when I was running my team out of Kansas City, the paranormal paranormal warnings team. Yeah, we had a meeting inside this. Uh, God, I can't even remember. It was like a tea shop, but it was an old building, and uh, we're sitting there for like. 30 minutes and literally pictures started flying off the walls. Fuck. And <laughs> is this in Weston? Uh, no, this was right there in downtown Leavenworth. I mean, oh. It was by the old Italian uh, restaurant that they had. Wow. So we uh, we picked the pictures up, put them back up there, and we were joking. We are like, yeah, it kind of happens when we're around. But uh, about 15 minutes later, those same photos come flying off the wall again. And we, we picked Damn. them up and we were like, yeah, we're going to leave. Yeah, Something's we're- not happy. <laughs> We're just going to take off. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Have you guys ever had anything move around your house that you've seen? Like me? Seen? Yeah, you've seen something move in your house. Um, I've seen a few different items um, fall off the wall, fall off shelves. Um, a few personal belongings. Like I'm very meticulous about where I put my shit. Especially, like, my wallet, my keys, my smokes. You know, those are usually all in the exact same spot um, every day. And some of my things have been moved before. Like, and not just moved over, like, an inch or anything. No, on, like, the the second floor of the house moved. Like, they've moved up a floor. It's fucked. It's totally fucked. Um, mm. It's very weird. Uh, but Felicia. it's it's very uh, It's a very rare occasion, I guess. Yeah, Felicia said, "Did he say it was a titty shop?" No, he said it was a tea shop. T T E A, right? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. Whispers <laughs> on K7, but places active, and not just active with dollar bills and naked bodies. It's actually like there. active. Yeah. What's it called? Whispers. Whispers. Gentlemen. Little uh, little road trip. What do you say? I've never been to a strip club, and I'm never going to be going to a strip club. Now wait, what what is with all the naysaying right now? Like you're you're very adamant about your no right there. It's yep. just something I've always stuck with. <laughs> totally flipping you shit right now, buddy. I know. <laughs> I'm like whoa 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 whoa. Let's calm it down a little bit. <laughs> you got Anyways, talking about stuff moving. Uh, one night when I was maybe Wait a 10 minute. to 12. <laughs> what? What's moving? After talking about the strip club. He went from 12 to 6. Yeah, that's right. All right, come on, come on. <laughs> one night when I was maybe 10 to 12, I had trouble falling asleep. My bedroom was the entire top floor of our house with my bed and such being on the left side and storage closets and a play area being on the right. I was lying in bed when I heard a noise from the other side of the room and see a rocking horse begin to rock. It was sit just sitting outside of one of the storage closets. 
I, it proceeded to rock its way halfway across the room Holy and stopped God. dead under the ceiling light. Ugh. So at this point, he went under the blankets and didn't come out till morning. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Did I lose you, buddy? Did you just cut out? No, I'm here. Okay, okay. It Did sounded like me? yeah, it just sounded like you cut out for just a, a second. You had already finished. I think the light story. affecting my signal. Because I just have Wi-Fi in the back room right now, but oh yeah, you okay. said it was storming, right, pal? Yeah, I mean it's not storming above me, but it's close. Yeah. That uh, that that Google Fiber's not working out for him. Ah, uh-huh. no, it is. It just um, it uh, it's storming. It's storming. Yeah, I'm dead serious about coming to your house every single time I have anything to upload. Absolutely. You know, I the other day, dead I, when I when I did uh, Longthorn, yes, it took me. It's a twenty-two minute video, by the way. Yeah, it took me fifteen seconds to download it. Yeah, how long did it, it take to upload then? Twenty seconds to upload, and then you. T- it actually took longer for YouTube to process the film than it did for me to upload I'm the film. Fucking, I don't even want to talk to you right now. I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I hit upload, go have sex, come back, and, and that's with my crappy. Yeah, go have a smoke laptop then. That's years old. Wow. Like, I don't get the even plugged in with this laptop. Yeah, you don't. Right you're now, not getting I'm only the getting full about three fifty, not the full thousand, and that it was still that fast. So you're not even tapped into its true potential yet. No, I'm getting a desktop here soon. Fuck yeah, buddy. Go iMac. That's what I'm saying. Just go Mac. I've never had a Mac before. You should get a Mac. You will not be sorry. You gotta try everything once. That's right. Get that cherry, buddy. Just let it happen. We're gonna get him to do all sorts of fun stuff. He's gonna get a Mac. A strip club. Do all sorts of fun stuff. Wait till Christmas. Before I was born, my father and mother had a small apartment together. My mother uh, told me once she went to the basement and saw Daddy, a woman I standing play. at the base of the steps, just staring up at her, and then she just vanished. Then my father was in the shower, one with a sliding glass door that you could barely make out what's on the other side. Love when this. a large figure walked up to the other side of the glass and banged on it, making it blow out. Holy shit! My mother... Yeah, my mother found him in the fetal position in the shower, covered in glass, and no one was around. That last one made them move out. He confirmed it happened, but doesn't like to talk about it. He's a relatively tough dude, so for something to scare him that much means a lot. Damn. Some, somewhere in between those two occurrences, they came home to find absolutely everything moved over about an inch. They realized this because they were not very good at dusting. Everything in the house moved over an inch. I bet they keep that shit clean now, don't they? Probably. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a kick-ass story. That's like the psycho scene of somebody coming up to you, but there's not an actual psycho there. Right. But to blow out a glass like that? I don't know. that, That stuff is made... Not to break like that, I don't think. Takes I mean, a lick and keeps on ticking. Yeah, man. You're not supposed to be able to break that shit like that. No way. No fucking way. Huh. That's a good story. Don't you have activity in your bathroom? What do you mean? 
<laughs> yeah, which one? Been in there before, upstairs. Yeah, and the and door tried to open tried on to me. Come in. Yeah, the door was opening. Yeah. yeah, it sounded like somebody was trying to come in, and it was me then running downstairs after you know, because I mean my pants are around my damn ankles. And I finish up and I run downstairs. I'm like, all right, ladies, very funny. Thinking it was one of my kids or my wife or whatever. No, it was nobody. It was absolutely nobody. It was like that night I watched that shadow walk all the way up your stairs and yeah. right into that bathroom. Yep. And I just sat there like, what? what's going on? Yeah. There's some fucked up stuff that happens at my house. <laughs> I know. It seems like every time we record, you hear some. Yeah. Some- yeah, I was actually just thinking about how I have not heard anything or seen anything yet. And they're going to stay quiet for just tonight. Just tonight. Be quiet, dirty little bastards. Let Rick get his sleep. Because he's not going to get much sleep in the next 30 some odd days. So, yeah. Oh so, just think God. about this. My nephew lives with me in an old farmhouse built in the 1840s. When he was about four, maybe five, he told me there was a little boy named Charlie who lived in our house. He said Charlie had never heard of video games and that Charlie's dad left him home all by himself. This was around the same time he had an imaginary friend named Mr. Cat, who was an anthropomorphic cat, so I wrote it off. A couple of weeks later, I was shaving with the bathroom door open and thought I could see my nephew kind of looking at me out of the corner of my eye. I stuck my head around and could see him from behind messing with an old china cabinet. We keep important stuff in, and just as I walked into the room, I could see my nephew sitting in the living room watching TV. He couldn't have crossed that much distance that fast or silently. I asked him about it. He said, oh yeah, that was Charlie. He says there's a really old book in there for when he was a little boy. And at the bottom of a stack of old documents and stuff in the china cabinet is a book I got as a gift when I was a kid. I didn't even know it was there. It was under two boxes of documents and could, couldn't be seen until the boxes were lifted out. What the fuck? Said so the little boy didn't look like what you would think of a ghost. He wasn't transparent. He didn't float. He didn't look spooky. He just looked like a kid. Now I'm yeah. convinced that people see ghosts. <laughs> And don't realize they're actually seeing a ghost. Wow. It's not an average uh, throughout the day. You see like one or two apparitions just walking around town. You just don't right. notice it. Right. I don't know how true that is. But... That's a weird thought, though. You think well, about that shit. I've always wondered how mediums and all that operate throughout the day. Yeah. Is that they're like, yeah, I can just seem like I see you and me. But then how in the hell do you tell which one's crossing the street? And... Yeah, exactly. It's like, so what That's happens when you strike up? punching people all day long <laughs> to make sure they're real. <laughs> But it's like, what happens if you strike up a conversation with somebody who's not actually there physically? You know what I'm saying? It happened to one of my uh, one of my good friends. She's a medium. No shit. She said that's the first day she figured out she could see them like they were real people because she was doing a presentation and this guy and his female walked in from the back, walked around, sat in the two front seats. Yeah. Like they were sitting there listening to him and he reached into his pocket, pulled a cigar out, put it in his mouth and lit it. She goes, sir, you can't smoke in here. Sir, you're not supposed to be smoking. Everybody's looking around like, Fuck she Who is she talking to? to? Whoa. Yeah, she was actually seeing that guy. He was there watching her. Fuck, that's awesome story. It makes you wonder how many people have gotten that ghost girl's number and tried to call it, and it was just a deadline. It might explain some things for any guy that got shut down. Now, that's something you could tell yourself. Yeah, that's what they're better. going to right now, though, right? You just gave me a new excuse, <laughs> <Yeah>. buddy. 
That was a spirit. <laughs> That's so funny. I, it must have been a spirit. It was a ghost chick. I knew it. <laughs> so you said you had some scary shit about, uh, like, kids. Yeah, let me read this one because it's quick and okay. it's just a funny one. So it was like 2 a.m. I took off my clothes and went to sleep. A minute later, something hit me. Or I, went, I laid down. A minute later, something hit me at my head. It was one of my socks. When I take them off, I throw them in the corner of my room. So someone threw it back at me. But there was no one in my room. I was alone. And uh, it wasn't very scary for him, apparently. But yeah, huh. he was just laying in bed and one of his socks got thrown at him. Dunk. Motherfucker. <laughs> That's fucked up. Depending on what sock it was. <laughs> I knew, you, I knew somebody was going to make that joke. I knew it. I knew that's why I threw it out there. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, fuck. Yo, buddy. Ramblings must be part of this broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on to some scary kids stories. Scary kids. So that you'll never... You'll, I'll ruin little kids for everybody out there Like now. I said, everybody's going out and... Uh, Getting their tubes tied, getting their nuts cut tomorrow morning, I promise. I don't know what happened tonight, but Rick started drop kicking my kids. <laughs> <laughs> he just went in there. He grabbed her right out of her crib, started fucking throwing her around. He said, fuck you. <laughs> I woke up during the night when my son was about three and heard him whimpering like he was talking to someone. I went into his room and he was sitting upright in his bed staring at the doorway where I was standing. I went to him, saying his name, but he never answered, and his stare never wavered from the doorway. By this time, I was really worrying, so I started shouting his name, hoping to snap him out of it. All of a sudden, he said, what? Where else but the doorway? I asked, who are you looking at? He turned to look at me and said, the man in the doorway. Then he laid back down and was fast asleep. Fuck. This was kind of funny, actually, this next one. My daughter and I were reading on the couch one Sunday morning. It was raining outside. We were wrapped up warm in a blanket. She had a cup of tea. I had the perfect Americano. Life was good. My daughter looked up at me and said, Dad, when you die, can I cut you open and look inside? I choked a bit on my coffee. My wife simply turned around and did an about face and walked back upstairs. <laughs> sure, I said. She looked up at me smiling. <laughs> Thanks, Daddy. That's it. Pack your shit. You're going to, you're going to Grandma's. Daddy. <laughs> Grandma's going to bite the shit before I do. You go cut Grandma open. <laughs> wow. So I haven't read all of these. I've read those two, and then I just decided, well, we might as well throw them all in there. So here we go. The, next, the other week, I was reading my two-year-old daughter a bedtime story. When we finished, we were talking about being scared of ghosts, monsters, trolls, etc. And she turned to me and said, Daddy, I'm not scared of ghosts. I asked, why is that? To which she replied, because the one that comes into my room at night and strokes my hair is a very nice one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my friend was babysitting two girls, three and five years old. The other... The older one drew a painting of her family in front of her kindergarten and a brown curly-haired girl, which happens to be what my friend looks like, kind of above the other person, people she drew. So my friend asked her, hey, is that me? Did you draw me? And the five-year-old answers, yes. 
you're in the sky in heaven. That's where you'll end up when you're dead. Oh my god. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> you're going first though. <laughs> you first. <laughs> my daughter's friend's dad, Ian, came in for a cup of tea one day when he came to pick up his daughter or pick his daughter up. My girl, Izzy, was playing with a toy sword. Ian said to her, You know, Izzy, the pen is mightier than the sword. Izzy said, I know. Yeah, because you stabbed someone in the neck with the pen. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. You gotta think that these kids are thinking about this stuff. That's really fucked up because my daughter's name is Izzy, and she does have a friend named Ian. Just saying. <laughs> and that is you the future a, Charles a Chris, Manson. Do you know yeah. a Chris... Bishton? Nope. Okay, that's who submitted the story. So, <laughs> Damn. My daughter was three. We moved into a new house. The week after we bought the house, my husband and I took vacation from work to paint, put in new carpet, etc. before moving in. The house was really dated, covered in faux wood paneling that had to be removed. Whenever I was in the master bedroom working, we would get the feeling someone was in there with me. Not a creepy feeling, but you know how you can tell when someone has walked into the room when your back is turned. That feeling. After we moved in, I heard my daughter chatting away in the living room like toddlers do. I asked her who she was talking to, thinking she'd tell me about an imaginary friend. She said, The people who lived here before, they're sad and all the wood on the walls is gone, but happy your bedroom is blue. She'd never seen the wood paneling. Wow. Because they changed it before she moved in. That's interesting. Huh. My family has recently moved to a new home in a new country. It was a well-furnished apartment in our bedroom. was a painting that looked like hair free-flowing in the air. It wasn't a pleasant or soothing painting, but I was trying to make peace with it. My son was two and a half years old then. One day, I was settling him down for the afternoon nap in my bedroom when he said, I don't want to sleep in this room. I asked him why, he said. He said, this painting looks at me and tries to talk to me, and I don't like it. Oh, fuck. Talking to the painting? The painting was talking to That's what I meant, yeah, but damn, man. This one looks interesting. It's titled Young Hannibal. Ah. I regularly babysit two girls, three and five years old, both blonde with huge blue eyes and big smiles. They are the creepiest people I have ever met. Oh my once, God. <laughs> once after I picked them up from daycare, I tried to get them excited for dinner. Seeing as they don't normally eat that much when I'm there, I asked them in an overly excited voice, Hey guys, what do you want for dinner? The eldest looks at me, runs away and hides behind a corner, Sticking her head out, she whispers, I want skinned babysitter. Why is it always the creepy kids that say this shit, right? No. What would you do if your daughter walked up to you and said, I want to see what your insides look like? Or I want to eat skinned daddy tonight. I think, I don't know. Oh my God, though put myself in that situation I'd probably have to like clothesline her I think I don't know could I throw my kid against the wall 
Is that allowed? Mm. I'm going to go wake her up and ask That her. might be going a little far. As long as you don't leave a mark. Okay. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep that in mind. So just like verbal abuse, maybe? <laughs> You'll never amount to anything. <laughs> oh, my gosh. These are great. They're fucking scary, though, but they're great. We've got to sleep tonight. That's right. Happening. They got to call Little Spoon. Hey, you are the Little Spoon. I'm the Big Spoon, but spooning leads to forking, so we got to be careful. Jason, are you there? Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking ahead. He's just like, let's just let just go on for a like, cut minutes before this, I cut him off again. All this homoerotic call. Trying to find another fucking story. <laughs> Come on, God, please give me one more. They're Any, getting too deep. Anything. They're talking about spooning. <laughs> what do you got for us, buddy? My youngest of three boys at three years old told, or just asked my wife, Mommy, it would be better if you only had two sons, wouldn't it? <laughs> Shit. Wow. When I was six, my mom took me to visit my grandmother's grave while we were on holiday in Ireland. She let me place the flowers on the headstone, which after which I turned to her and said, I'll dance on your grave when you die, Mommy. I thought that was a nice <laughs> turn of phrase people used. I must have heard it on the television. <laughs> must have been Brit- British humor or something. Shit. <laughs> it's British humor. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> this one. On a flight with my son, the plane took off and hit a couple of bumps. The passengers were being somewhat quiet, and my son yelled, We're all going to die! Nice. Nice. This is why I don't ever want to fly with... Up these other ones. I don't want to fly with my kids. Yeah. I'm afraid of that exact scenario happening. That exact scenario. That exact scenario. I am terrified of that happening. Oh, my God. I don't know. So here, here's a list of... Uh, <coughs> sorry. 15 terrifying things children said to babysitters while their parents were out. Do it. A few years ago, I was putting my friend's daughter to bed for the night. She was about three at the time, and she was fighting going to sleep. She asked me why she had to go to bed, and I said, because it's late and it's time for little girls to get a good night's rest. She then pointed at nothing across the room and said, what about that little girl? God. God. Two years ago, I was looking through my elementary... (laughs) What are you laughing about? Because that's why I don't have kids. (laughs) Two years ago, I was looking through my elementary school yearbook with my five-year-old cousin. When we were at a page with a second-grade class, she pointed to a boy's photo and said, That looks just like Nicholas. When I asked who Nicholas was, she just said, The boy in my closet, and kept on looking through the pictures. Nope. Whole lot of nope. My niece is four and talks about her older sister constantly. She is always talking to her. She is an only child and has no idea her mother had a previous pregnancy a few years back that was a midterm loss. Fuck. 
that's a weird question. Yeah. There. Yeah. Because lost at midterm, they weren't even a dude, baby dude, yet, but dude. she's seeing her right, as Hillary an Clinton. older yeah. sister. Here's what's fucked, man. Okay, and I haven't told you guys this yet. I haven't told anybody this yet. We're at the KC Paracon, right? I got a reading done, right? From uh, two guys in the know. I yeah. got a, I got a fucking reading done. I'm sitting there, and they're looking at me, and he just goes, whoa. And he's like, you guys have had trouble uh, in the past getting pregnant, correct? I'm like, well, yeah, kind of, or, you know, maintaining a pregnancy, basically. So, like, my wife basically had... Uh, two miscarriages you know and it was really fucked that he like called this out Uh, but he was suggesting that uh, it was a boy and a girl and that um, they follow us everywhere I'm like that's fucking crazy so he was suggesting the exact same thing right there but it really threw me for a loop like hardcore the shit will. Um, I had a I had a medium do that to me once. Said yeah. that there was a little girl standing next to me, saying that uh, it is now six to four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Watching the uh, the updates of the World Series Game Seven but right he, now. Yeah, uh, he told me there's a little girl sitting right next to me, uh, saying, "Daddy, Daddy, I'm okay. You don't have to, you don't have to be sad anymore." And that's. Wow. I mean, my wife did have a miscarriage. Same type of so, thing. Yeah. Fuck. Kind of, nobody nobody knew about it. She pulled it out, and I started bawling. That's fucking crazy. Wow. That is fucking crazy. <clears throat> All right, you fucker. Now scare us again. Yeah, go ahead and scare Josh. I got to go downstairs <laughs> and watch this. You going to watch it? <laughs> yeah. Rick's ducking out on us. <laughs> it's six to four. It's coming into the top of the ninth. I got to go support my team. All right, buddy. I'll be down in a minute. We'll catch you guys later. Bye, buddy. Right. Take it easy, yeah, right. Jason. <laughs> He's just scared. He, I think he just got a little too. A tiny bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got about eleven more here, and they're all short, so it won't take long. All right. I was heading to the bathroom on the second floor of my aunt's house when I saw my cousin April on the stairs. April yeah. was four and very animated. She was busy making funny faces while sitting on the stairs. I asked her what she was doing. She said, I'm copying the lady with the braid. I looked around. There was no one else but us. I asked, where is the lady, April? She pointed to a beam running parallel to the stairwell. I asked her, April, what is the lady doing? She said, making funny faces. I smiled and started walking up the stairs again when April said something that stopped me in my tracks. April said her braids are around her neck I turned back and asked April to repeat herself April pointed the lady is hanging by her braid she's making funny faces then April started making a face which then I realized was someone gasping for air what are you looking at did you fucking hear that no I didn't hear that what are you doing? It's my kid. What are you doing? Oh. Okay, go. But listen to me. Listen to me. Don't flush. Don't flush. Because you're going to screw up the audio if you flush. Flush, Don't flush. away. 
All right, go ahead and flush. I don't care. Just go do your thing in the bathroom. You don't even want to look at her right now, do you? No, I'm like, just, eh. (laughs) (laughs) Just go make sissy. (laughs) All right, let's get on with it. I was looking after Uh, Jack, a five-year-old, who said a man named Jacob, who dressed like a lumberjack, was sitting next to me on the couch. He must have seen the shock in my face and said, don't worry, he doesn't have any arms. Good God. <laughs> don't my worry, little... he can't even give you a hug. It's fine. Uh, my little nephew used to talk about a woman who would visit his room at night. He said she wore a red dress and her name was Franny and that she would sing to him and that she floats. Shit. Franny. <laughs> I watched a few kids while their parents were at a movie. I put the youngest kid, four, to sleep and watched TV till the parents came home. The next day, the parents called. According to the four-year-old kid, I stood in the doorway and stared at him for a very long time, smiling. I was so confused, I didn't know what to say. Just standing there? Yeah, somebody was standing in the doorway just smiling. Yikes. So they could see the face. Yikes. Oops. Anyways, my audio. My, f- <clears throat> my friend and I were babysitting her four-year-old cousin one night, and she really believed in all that reincarnation stuff and decided to test out her theories on her little cousin. She began asking him questions that he didn't quite understand, but then stated it simply, "What were you before you were he-? the kid's name?" Rick's all excited. Re- they they just tied game seven. Keep oh, going. Yeah? Keep going. He replied that he had he was a conductor and waved his hands in the motion that a conductor would. The problem with this was the little boy was born blind. So the boy was blind. Yeah. And knew how a conductor would wave his hands. Yeah. How the fuck? Huh. All right. A few years ago, I was babysitting a friend's daughter. They lived in an apartment with a big patio window. She walked up to the glass door leading out to the patio and stared motionless into the night for several minutes. Shortly after, she runs into my arms saying, scary, too scary. She wouldn't let me put her down and demanded that I hold her and rock her for the next half an hour. Eventually, she started repeating over and over, the dark coming inside now the dark coming inside now come on what would you do if your daughter Uh, ran in and started repeating that in your arms I don't know the dark dark coming inside now I don't know what I would do other than freak the fuck out probably this one's interesting after tucking in my boy he said You know, I never killed anybody. They didn't have to take my arm, but the ground was all covered in blood. What? (laughs) He said that he took a long time to think about this, and the only thing he could think of is some kind of battle soldier that they cut off his arm. Damn. I was cuddling my friend's three-year-old son, and he said very seriously... I promise I won't ever chew your bones. I promise. Well, that's sweet. (laughs) That's a really nice little promise to make. Promise. 
I'm gonna chew your bones. Fuckers. I lost my boyfriend to a stray bullet a few months back, and when I went to visit his little cousin a few days after it happened, he came up to me while I was crying. He asked me why I was crying, and so I told him that I missed my boyfriend. Yeah. He gets this confused look on his face and then says, Why? He's sitting on the front porch. What the hell? What the hell? I once babysat a girl named Sarah who used to love when I would babysit. I know this because her mom used to tell me how she always requested me over the others. But Sarah took in a took it a step further one evening and said, "When you died, I want to put you in a glass jar. Or when you die, I want to put you in a glass jar so I can keep you and see you forever." Yeah, it's sweet. Isn't that the sweetest thing? <laughs> Fuck. Looking after no. my little cousin in Montana one night, and she started telling me about the Creeper Man who lives in his mom and dad's bedroom. He brings it up after he visits them. I made the mistake once of asking what he looks like. He said, oh, he doesn't have a face. God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) Oh, he doesn't have a face, silly. One night, I was babysitting my friend's children. The youngest, about five years old, drew a picture of a woman hanging from the ceiling looked up at me and said, she told me to draw this. She's coming for you. Hide. Holy fuck, man. (laughs) Come on. And we'll end it with that. Yeah. Dude. My daughter's grown up out of that age by now. so. So you don't have to worry about that shit, that creepy shit? Tonight, it's going to happen. You know, tonight, you're going to wake up and one of your kids is going to be standing right next to your bed, just staring at you. You don't know how long they've been staring there, what they've been plotting in their mind. Yep. Yeah, something like that's going to happen, I promise. That's going to happen, yeah. 913-730-7255. Ectoplasm Show phone number there. Give us a text. Uh, Shoot us a voicemail. Ectoplasmshow at gmail.com. Uh, we're Instagramming. We're tweeting at Ectoplasm Show. Ectoplasm Show on Facebook and ectoplasmshow.com. And Ectoplasm Rate and Show. On iTunes. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I was going to say, and check us out on the U- on YouTube. Yes, yeah. on YouTube as well. Have we got any uh, any new submissions for, we got uh, a couple. I'll wait till we get some more. I want. Okay. We, right now we're sitting at eighteen. Are they good? Only, Are they good? Most of them. <laughs> oh shit! Do they There's suck? There's a recent one. Um, I don't remember what they said exactly, <laughs> but they listened to pl- one episode, the Beast of Bray Road episode. Oh, that's which a I terrible episode. And they said um, the the people that were talking kept going off on tangents and they kept talking to people that the listeners couldn't hear yes um which that's a terrible episode (laughs) yeah nobody should listen to that episode anyway so we we did get another one from actually another podcaster of hysteria 51 podcast who i'm going to guest host on 
sometime in the near future. Nice. Uh, just like a one-off guest host thing. So um, they're rather new. They're only on episode seven, I think, six or seven. Cool. Um, they take it a little less serious than we take it, really. But uh, that's okay. That's I don't. We don't have to take it seriously. We don't take it seriously. Fuck that. <laughs> but anyways, the giveaway for iTunes. Yeah. Once we reach, I've been playing with the number. I think um, once we reach fifty, I know that's a long way off. It could be a long. We way have off. we have we have plenty of listeners that we could hit fifty. That's yeah twenty. That's thirty two more. and each week i'm going to be adding something to the giveaway i don't have it laid out yet but it's going to be a ton of ectoplasm stuff lots of swag so and all you have to do is just click rate and review on itunes and it's not that hard so go do it por favor hell yeah all right guys well i tell you what i hope that you all are doing well I hope that you all have a great weekend. We'll talk to you very, very soon on Tuesday morning, bright and early with the news. Peace out.